everyone, welcome to uh, the Whitfield Report. I am uh, your host, Sam Whitfield, back from hiatus and uh, broadcasting live here from South Florida. And I want to thank you all so very much for joining me uh, tonight or wherever you are. I, uh, I really appreciate it. Uh, anyway, I just wanted to... Uh, I don't know um, how long this video is going to be, but um, or how long the stream is going to be, rather. And um, I've also I I didn't do any prep really for this episode. I just kind of uh, hit the uh, stream button and automatically uh, started this. So let me just make sure that my uh, that my uh, microphone levels are, are good and whatnot, um, so, there we go, okay, yeah, my sound levels are good, so, uh, and, uh, for some reason, people are not I, I know we already have a few viewers in here probably, but for whatever reason, uh, they're, uh, oh, well, the, that field is starting to, to populate uh, now, actually, but for some reason, uh, we didn't have any viewers. So uh, if you're uh, in here, in here, well, I'll probably just go to the YouTube page, but uh, anyway, enough of me babbling. Uh, anyway. To make a long story short, folks, I am back. Um, I took this previous weekend off from streaming. That's why there was no uh, Whitfield report on Saturday. I, I was going to go see the Avengers, and then uh, as it turned out, I actually uh, ended up getting sick, uh, kind of with, uh, you know, just something going around. So, uh, unfortunately... I didn't get a chance to do a show on Saturday, but it kind of worked out, but because I didn't have any content anyway, um, but I'm back, and uh, I was going to do a stream last night, but the evening just got away from me, and uh, I didn't get a chance to, so I, uh, I'm doing an impromptu stream here and now, so uh, if this is your first time tuning in here, uh, I... I I have to apologize in advance. You're not going to see me at my uh, best here, probably. Um, but anyway, um, so Jesse Spots uh, just concluded uh, his interview with uh, my good friend Johnny Arcade. Uh, Johnny Arcade, of course, is the is the uh, man who uh, owned Benjamin falsely accused of uh, poisoning his kids uh, with fake uh, gummy penises. And then, uh, because I and, a f and like 40 other people were associated with uh, Johnny, we got kind of uh, accused of being like co-conspirators or whatever. Um, so, basically, uh, Johnny's 
interview with uh, Jesse, or the other way around, I guess. Jesse Spots's interview with uh, Johnny, I thought went very well. Uh, I kind of tuned in a little late. I, I didn't have notifications turned on for uh, Jesse's channel for some reason. I didn't have the the bell on. But I uh, I think I pretty much caught the whole stream and it was very um, good. They did a really good job uh, of covering everything. Uh, and um, I'll be on the next stream that uh, that they do to talk about, you know, this whole thing from my perspective. Um, although I have plenty of videos uh, about this whole Owen Benjamin thing on my uh, channel that you can watch as well. And uh, this kind of brings me to one of the points of this video. Um, so... After I go, after I go on uh, Jesse's next stream where he has me on, that's probably going to be the last time I uh, talk about Owen on my stream. Um, and of course, I know I've said that before, but uh, this time I really am truly going to put uh, the Owen saga to bed, at least on this show. Um, because I'm a political commentator and a pop culture commentator. Uh, I did not intend to uh, get involved in basically what became like an internet civil war. Um, as I've explained before, I, uh, you know, when I joined the Unbearables, I, I was... I wasn't even really a big fan of uh, Owen. I was just looking for like a creative community of other conservatives, uh, you know, to like be able to collaborate and do work with. And uh, you know, it it turned into this whole cluster uh, fuck, you know, or rather disintegrated into one, I should say. Um, you know, it so. It is what it is, and, uh, you know, like I said, I'm glad that Jesse um, had Johnny on, and I'm looking forward to uh, coming on as well and uh, giving my perspective on uh, things. Uh, meanwhile, though, there, there's been other stuff going on, and... Um, most notably, on the uh, election side of things, I, I, I do kind of want to uh, cover. And uh, I don't have any tabs uh, open, so um, I will... Let me pull up my browser real quick. Uh, as I said at the very beginning of this stream, you guys... I, I did absolutely no show prep. Um, so, you guys are... When I pull this stuff up, you guys are going to be seeing me, like, do actual, um, you know, show prep on air, kind of. This is uh, 
this is rare for me. And also, I am going to pull up the uh, the stream chat uh, for this stream up on my browser since my application uh, is bugging out tonight and not showing me the proper uh, watch stats, I don't think. So, okay, let me, let me pause. So, um, mm. so first off, um, Laura Loomer and uh, Alex Jones and Milo and uh, Paul Joseph Watson uh, got deplatformed completely from Facebook and um, from, you know, basically, they've basically been deplatformed from all social media. And, um, you know, well, while I haven't always been a big fan of, uh, you know, Alex Jones, um, or, you know, any, con any of those types of conspiracy oriented shows, um, although, you know, this, it's funny, this, this whole thing with, uh, Alex kind of being, you know, deplatformed and whatnot has kind of turned me into a fan of his, ironically. But um, I've I've been saying for years now that Facebook um, and Twitter and Instagram they all have too much uh, power, and I'm not a big fan of the idea of regulation because. I generally believe that anything that the government does um, is bureaucratic and uh, you know if, if the government on the one hand if the government starts to kind of regulate the social media sites I do get the argument that they're going to be regulating um, you know free speech um, on the other hand whether you like or not, uh, social social media is the new uh, town square, so to speak. And I don't like the idea of uh, big corporations like Facebook and uh, you know Twitter, or uh, you know take your pick, being able to uh, regulate what people say and uh, do on their platforms. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I understand the whole argument about, you know, quote-unquote hate speech and whatnot, but the best, um, the best antidote to uh, quote-unquote hate speech is not uh, censorship, more or less, it's uh, actually more speech to combat against, you know, uh, hate speech and whatnot. That's why, um, you know, I'm not a big fan of uh, Richard Spencer or the alt-right. Uh, but as long as they're not, 
you know, threatening people or doxing people, uh, they should be allowed to have a, to have a platform. Uh, and obviously I've, I've, I've had podcasts before and, uh, I've written columns, uh, denouncing them. And, uh, you know, that, that's my right. So creating dialogues seems to be the best, uh, antidote to that. Now, uh, Owen's a little bit different in my opinion, since as I, uh, mentioned, he did, uh, dox Johnny Arcade and he, uh, did kind of, in, if not directly incite, at least inspire, uh, some of the Barrows to potentially harass and even possibly commit violence, uh, among the, uh, ex-Barrows and among the, the DZ. So, oh, so, you know, so Owen is a little bit of a different case, um, but, you know, even, even with that, um, he shouldn't necessarily be deplatformed for his views either. And uh, the reason I bring up the whole free speech issue, ladies and gentlemen, is this is going to be a major... Um, this is going to be a major point uh, that Trump has to contend with in the 2020 election. Um, there are really two... Uh, in my opinion, there are two things that Trump is really going to kind of, uh, you know, have to answer for in 2020, whether uh, I like it or not. The first being this whole uh, free speech censorship issue with the big social networks. Uh, if President Trump and if the Republican can Congress uh, can't do anything about uh, big tech censorship or more like if they don't even like really attempt to do anything uh, they're going to lose a huge part of their base um, and then of course I know people are also talking are talking at the wall now here's my whole uh, premise too I'm going to vote for Trump uh, regardless of who we, I'm going to vote for Trump regardless um, in 2020 because the left has just gone so far out there. I mean, they were bad in 2016, but rather than moderating their views and reassessing, you know, things and trying to, you know, come back to kind of the mainstream, which is what I was originally hoping that they would do, you know, at least some of the more reasonable Democrats, I would, I would hope they would be able to pull kind of the party back into center. Uh, the, the Democrat party has just gone down, uh, even more into the whole social justice uh, warrior thing. And uh, Joe Rogan actually has a pretty good clip 
of this, which I will, uh, as soon as I can find it, I will uh, play for you. So, uh, anyway, uh, well, I'm prepping this. Uh, hey, Johnny, I, I see you in the chat. Like I said, um, great stream with uh, Jesse. I was there for most of the show. Um, so, let's see. Yeah, sorry. Like I said, if, if you're just tuning in, I uh, literally hit the stream button right after uh, Jesse's stream was over. So, uh, I didn't really, you know, show prep this. But, uh, anyway... All right, um, so I want to go ahead and play this. Uh, let me let me full screen this. Okay, this is uh, this is Joe. This is Joe Rogan uh, earlier this week talking how Trump will win again in 2020, and uh, I've I've been saying this for a while that the left has just been going uh, so far off. The reservation that, um, you know, Trump is definitely going to win again if the left keeps up their clown world antics. And, uh, hey, uh, Nightwave Radio, thanks for, uh, tuning in, man. Shout out to Mersh. Uh, check out Nightwave Radio, 10 p.m. every night. So, anyway, but yeah, um, so, Joe made a really good point about how uh, the left is just going bonkers, and um, Trump is already set to win. So, okay. Uh, cut number one. Go. Oh, oh sorry, click the wrong button. <laughs> he must be like this guy is never gonna last eight years and for sure he's gonna win again i'm gonna be the president so you think for sure he wins again because is that because whoever the democrats decide to put in is gonna be an equal turd all right hang on guys i've got to uh Like like I like I said, for those of you just tuning in, I I uh, I really didn't do show prep. I just kind of hit the stream button right after Jesse's spot was over. I've uh, I've got to get my picture in picture um, button back. So uh, apologies while I fix this um, because I don't want to get popped. So. So, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, thanks, Mersh, for tweeting the uh, link out. So, let's see. Okay. Oh, show picture and picture. Okay, yeah. Show picture and picture was not, uh, was not popping up. So. 
Okay, and picture in picture is still not popping up. Um, so let's hmm. that's odd. Um, maybe it's because I'm sharing my screen, although it it should still pop up. Um, okay, there we go. Okay, yeah, if, if YouTube weren't such spurgs about you're recording over uh, Rogan's video, uh, that's why I do the picture-in-picture picture for a lot of these things. If that weren't the case, I wouldn't be so OCD. But uh, anyway, this, so like I said, this was Rogan uh, earlier this week with a guest talking, oh, Trump is going to win again in 2020. Sandwich again. You're a super smart dude, but you're also a brute. You're a big, giant, savage motherfucker, right? Yeah. So how many people have underestimated you because you're a big, giant, savage motherfucker? Plenty. And talk stupid to you and acted like you were a moron? I'd say equal street fights to fights in the UFC. Yeah, there's a lot of people, right? That, and, and just people in general, like, they'll get snotty. I don't take Stevie. Yeah, I'm black. good. I'm, I'm going like my men. But I think there's a certain part of us that might be doing that with him. I don't think he is – I think he's really good at winning. This is, this is, this is not, a, not a, a, like a, 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 an endorsement of him. Um, no caveats necessary. Yeah. I'm horrified by this immigration policy of separating children from their parents. I okay, again – Joe, and again, people, this was not Trump's policy. He was not the one that started this. This was, uh, you know, way before Trump. So, yeah, I mean, I, I do get complaints that I do get the fact that Joe's not really right up on stuff like this. Anyway. I think that's subhuman. His I wife think, came out and, and said that was bullshit. Right? Yeah, his wife's an immigrant, bro. His wife barely speaks English. It's chaos, right? It's crazy. I hate, I hate all that stuff. These are just families. They're just people who love each other. You got to keep them together. If they break the law, you keep them together. Get them out of here if you want. I mean, if you want to send them back to wherever they came from, if you're, you're hell bent on that. But taking them from their kids is subhuman. I mean, it's mm -hmm. beyond. It's not us. It's not mm -hmm. what we're doing in 2018. That aside, all that aside, he's probably going to fucking win again, man. I think he's probably going to win again. I think he, he gets in these confrontations with people, and they think he's adult. And I don't think he's adult. I think he's, there's no way he could be as successful as he's been. I know he's had ups and downs and shit like that. But, like, what he just the, just the way he was able to dismantle all those guys in those Republican debates. They didn't he, know tore what the, him, he tore them apart. Tore them apart. Tore them apart. They had no business. They had no business doing that with him. They just were too emotionally tied up in his responses. There was so much negativity and energy. Uh, it was like, ugh. There's all this anxiety. Like a fight where a guy's in full panic. You know, you've seen like street fights, especially. Guys just. I, I love how all of uh, Joe's uh, references are uh, to UFO. 
UFC stuff. And I, I mean, I, I get that, that that's his thing, but, uh, he just cannot, uh, you know, find another an analogy, dude. I like, I like your podcast, but seriously, find, find another, uh, analogy other than the, uh, UFC. So, uh, uh, Jolly Roger in the, in the chat goes, whoa, whoa, now hold up there, Rogan. I, uh, wouldn't uh, exactly call them people. Uh, so, uh, good. But, um, okay. This, this clip is, uh, way longer than I remember. I think maybe this was, uh, a different one. who, you know, all the right-wing people think just wants to give away all your money. Give away all your money to welfare well, brats. Even the left was protecting against that. Yeah. Right? Because there's still money money this, on the left. I should point out, I know jack shit about politics. This is very important to point out. Yeah, no, sh no shit. Uh, that's, that's becoming more, more and more clear. But, uh, you know, my point in kind of uh playing this and uh this this actually wasn't the original clip that i that i thought this was this is just kind of i i thought there was a different clip uh of rogan talking about this there was a more recent clip and uh i might try and find this but kind of my point uh being is uh even a guy like rogan knows that um that trump is going to win again in 2020 and uh you know like i said i know people are uh pissed about him not getting on the wall i i i get that uh especially you know i know mersh has been vocal about that. I know people are frustrated that he's not doing more on this whole social media uh, censorship thing with uh, conservatives getting blacklisted. I, I, know, I understand that. But at the end of the day, we have uh, Bernie Sanders, uh, AOC, even though she's not running. We have Valley Jarrett. We have creepy Uncle Joe Biden. Like, we don't even have any semi-moderate Dems. And, and mark my words, Hillary, I don't know if she'll make a return. Like, I, I'm pretty sure she's done running but then again I, I could be wrong uh, at this point it, it wouldn't surprise me if Hillary jumps back in the race so my point being is and I have to make this uh, war cry every year before uh, the election but um 
I'm back on the Trump train because uh, at this point the uh, the inmates are running the asylum of the Democrat Party. They're not uh, moderating their views at all or trying to even come come close to uh, being in the center, like at all. And um, so, but you know, at the same time, mark my words, the the left, the hard left, is going to have a lot of low-information voters uh, voting for them. And, uh, you know, they're, like, there are not a lot of people who pay attention, okay, to even what's go going on uh, tangentially. We have a lot of people who uh, take things in, like, three-minute uh, bits, and they don't even know what the Constitution is. And, uh, you know, part of that is the fault of our education system, which is a whole nother topic I'll get into at some point. But, um, you know, ba basically, my point is, I, I, I see, like, all these people who are saying, uh, oh, well... You know, Trump hasn't gone on the wall yet. And, um, you know, or, or he hasn't done this, or he hasn't done that on social media. So I'm not so sure I can vote for him in 2020 because of these things. Um, I don't... I, I get that. I get people's frustration. But I don't see what the alternative is to not voting for Trump. And uh, for the most part, I think he's done well as president. But um, if, you know, do do we really want Valerie Jarrett uh, as president? Do we really want Bernie Sanders as president? Because... If you think things are only kind of so-so now, things will go down the, the toilet uh, under one of those morons just as uh, fast. So, all right. Um, let me let me read some of the comments here. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, Morgan is here. Also, I know that's, I've noticed that, like, someone keeps hitting the downvote button and then hitting the, uh, the upvote button immediately afterwards, which is hilarious. Um, yeah, like, uh, like just then. So, uh. Anyway, uh, 
Rogan has to know it's not Trump's policy. Uh, um, uh, Sam, I've only been listening to you for two minutes. Well, welcome. Uh, let's see. And, uh, yeah, again, a uh, big shout out to, uh, Johnny Arcade. Uh, he, he creates awesome content. There are, there are a few Owen videos that I do want to get to. I, I know I just said I would save my, uh, Owen comments for, uh, next time I'm on Jesse. But you know what? Johnny actually does have some, some really good new videos out that, I, uh, I suppose playing them at this point on here wouldn't be the worst. But, uh, yeah, I did kind of want to respond to some people who have been commenting on my social media things saying that Trump isn't going to, to win again. And my point is, like, even a guy like Rogan, it seems, uh, is pretty sure that Trump is going to win in 2020. Also, um, much to the chagrin of my colleague, Joshua Johnson. Uh, sorry, Josh. I, uh, I have to say, that I did look into uh, Tulsi Gabbard. And, um, well, she's, well, she's saner than a lot of other people who would be facing off, uh, I'm sorry, she's, she's, uh, she's not my, she's not my gal, although she, she is good looking, I, I will say that, um, and, uh, even she's too conservative for the left, so she's not going to, uh, She's not going to make it in. So, Locomotive Breath says they're going to win a, uh... <laughs> they're going to run a tuna sandwich. Well, yeah, uh, Chuck, they, they, they might as well run a tuna sandwich because at this point they have nothing else. But, uh, anyway, uh, let's go to, uh, Johnny Arcade's... channel real real quick uh, let's see by the way I, I think that the actual um, Johnny Arcade um, was like an was like a 90s um, superstar or something so, um, oh, th this, this one is hilarious. Um, so Vox Day, I guess, finally turned on, um, Owen and, um, says that Owen is a, is a 12 year old girl. Let's take a, let's take a, let's take a gander at this, shall we? This will be funny. I was Owen's daddy till he called me a toe. He'll turn on you too. 
I don't get caught up in these, this drama and people turning on people and so forth. So um, you, know, you can save your warnings. Not everybody acts like a 12-year-old girl. Oh my, oh my God. Well, well, also that's inaccurate, Vox, because I mean, you're involved with Owen and that's his whole thing. Um, so, oh, look, uh, more, what do you know? More uh, OTC uh, content and whatnot. It, it's funny. My, uh, my feed is filled with, uh, like RTC content, Nightwave content, and then uh, Ben Shapiro content, and then occasionally I'll get Tucker uh, Tucker uh, Carlson content too. So, and uh, and that's pretty much uh, what I watch on this channel. Now, if I switch to my personal channel. You would basically see that, like, on my personal channel that I don't use for streaming or anything. I just watched up on there. My, my, uh, all my subs on those channels are pretty much, like, all cooking videos and cooking channels. So, um, okay, let's, let's go back to, uh, let's go back to Johnny's channel. But, so that was great. Um, never got into Box Day either. But uh, I will I will say this. I watched this one a couple times yesterday, and I could not stop uh, cracking up. Uh, so this is uh, proof that Owen is more than a quarter Jew. Now, I thought that, like, Owen admitted that, that he had, like, a DNA test done or something, but, man, oh, man, th this, this is just as good, though. Hi, Big Bear. I just want to thank you for all the amazing content. Um, it's funny. I wonder if someone's... Uh, remember that the internet is forever. One day your sons will see your streams, so will their peers. Uh, you can keep them out, uh, out of school, but you can't isolate them forever like you can with Amy. Your sons will be just as humiliated... By you as your Jewish dad is. Okay. Well, that was a mean one. That's the first mean one I've ever gotten. Because it said, here's 20 bucks, and there was no 20 in it. Oh, my God. That is, uh, that is great that, uh, that popped up. That is, uh, that is good. I, I, I especially love the, uh, the, the 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 fact that uh Johnny inserted the the Jew laugh the the moment I heard that that like Jew impression that Owen does which by the way I'm I'm glad that I'm glad that that sound meme as I call it got resurrected because every time I hear it uh, I just spontaneously bust a, bust a gut it, it is it is one of the funniest sounds. Uh, ever on the internet. Uh, let's see. Play the one where where play the one where he talks about killing his killing his dog. Uh, Sammy. Uh, 
which one, Johnny? Because they're they see that's that's the that's the other thing is it's it's like someone someone says play the clip of Owen spurging out, and it's like, oh, uh, which one? There are like millions of them. Oh, I I think it's the it's the recent one where he talks about like gutting his dog with a spoon. Boon, right? <laughs> uh, uh, okay, I see. Oh, <laughs> Owen Benjamin on going on killing dogs with a uh, silverware. One time I was going to stab their dog because uh, one of their dogs bit Walter and made him bleed. This little He's referring to his uh, in-law's dogs, by the way. Uh, yeah, he's referring, for those of you who don't know, he's referring to his, uh, to Amy's parents' dog. Little chihuahua piece of shit. And I was like... Okay, I I do have to agree with them. I don't really like Chihuahuas, but still, that's like there. It's one thing to not like small dogs, and like I'm not really a big fan of small dogs, but to call them a piece of like, ish man, that's that's a little, that's too much, man. That's too much. You know. I was like, if that happens again, I told him they ended up putting down the dog. But I didn't insist them to put down the dog. I was just like, if that happens again, I will take a, a, a steak knife and cut his head off in front of everybody if he makes my son bleed. And that's coming from a guy with four dogs. I would gut any of my dogs with a spoon if, if, to help my kid, just if my kid was bummed out. Okay, just... He would gut a dog with a spoon if his kid was bummed out. Okay, like, his oldest son is is four, what, I think, like, Walter's four? And, you know, like, I don't have kids. I, uh, I have, like, younger siblings. But, um... I do know that with, like, toddlers and whatnot, and with, like, really young kids, like, one minute he could, one minute they can be, like, really happy and, like, just carefree, and then the next moment they can be, like, completely bummed out. So, if Owen is saying that he wants to uh, kill his dog just because his son is, uh, bummed out. Someone call PETA. Because, uh, that's dangerous. Second off, Owen, what, what is this? Like, prison? Um, you don't, you don't get, you don't gut a dog with a, you don't gut a dog with a spoon, or if it, whatever you do, it, it must be like a pretty damn sharp spoon. Um, 
Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, evil, uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, Dada mad at the moon and, and the dog. I, I mean, again, let me say this. I, I do feel, I, I do feel bad for the, for his kids. I, I genuinely do because, uh, one day they are going to, like when, when they're, Okay, I'll. Nah, I'm trying to estimate their uh, what age they'll be. They'll probably be like ten or eleven at the latest. At the latest, and I guarantee you that, like, even if they do homeschool their kids, they'll probably have like you know friends like out. They'll meet other kids, and uh, you know like. Even when I was a kid, like in the in the uh, early to mid two thousands, like even back then, when all this social media stuff was just uh, you know coming out, like kids were vicious then, and they're even more vicious now with like uh, you know social media and whatnot. I guarantee you that. Uh, even if Owen or Amy tries to hide all of Owen's crazy antics on online from uh, Walter and uh, the other son, I, uh, I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, there, there's, there's no hiding stuff on the internet. They're 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 gonna find out about about this, probably f from their friends, and uh, they're they're probably going to be like uh, even even more embarrassed. Like when you're a teenager, your parents already kind of embarrass you because, like you know, they're your parents and they're square and you know they're old and whatnot in your mind. Um, you know, and your parent. So when you're a teenager, your your parents kind of already can be embarrassing to you, just because like that's how you know the whole teenage slash teenage parent thing is. Um, add Owen's stuff. <laughs> add all of Owen's stuff on to that, and um. Yeesh, that is a, uh, oh my, I can just picture the, I, I can just picture all the arguments. Dad, dad, why, why dad, why would you do all this stuff? You're, you're, you're so embarrassing. Like, I, I, like, Owen's, if, if you think Owen's spurg outs are bad, his kids are going to spurg out on him ten times worse. And that's what and that's what we call karma, ladies and gentlemen. It's it's gonna be bad. It's uh so <laughs> uh.
Yeah, Jolly in the chat goes, Walzer is the same percentage of Mexican as taco pizza. And I bet, and I bet he's he's still going to do better, better than his dad. Yeah, I, I mean, if once if he like grows up normal or has, or has a chance. Uh, yeah. So, uh, oh, Jay's white Broncos guys. I'm great for twelve year old boys. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's what Owen thinks, but seriously, at this point, Hugh Hefner is, uh, Hugh Hefner is a be is a better influence for 12-year-old boys than, uh, Owen is. I'm, l hell, Larry Flint might be a better in influence, uh, than, than Owen is, so... But, uh, anyway, what else have we got, uh, Jablin, Jables, um, uh, let's see, oh, um, I, I don't really want to go. Someone asked me the other night about Game of about Game of Thrones and if I'm gonna go into that. I might I might do a Game of Thrones uh, show at some point, but it's not going to be like a live one. It, it'll probably be pre-recorded and whatnot, so people don't stumble into spoilers and whatnot. But uh, yeah. Uh, Evil Eric says Walter will be on YouTube within two. Uh, years. <laughs> so, um, yeah, probably. Oh, wow, Eric, Eric Nimmer is, is in the, is in the chat again. Hey, Nimmer, how, how you doing? Uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm surprised that, I'm surprised that Jolly is. Is still is still in the room with uh with Nimmer in, in here. So um let's see. But um yeah, Nim Nim the Great. Um So uh let's see. What a, what else is on the uh, is on the docket? Oh, um, I I so I did want to. Uh, I don't really have much else on the uh, docket for tonight tonight's stream. Other than I did want to respond to a couple comments uh, on. Not directly on Facebook, but I, I do want to address something that's been bothering me with the podcast community, just in uh, general. And uh, 
that is so that is this whole uh, thing of amateur podcasters think that they're going to be uh, you know the next Joe Rogan or whatnot. Okay, so forgive me if I get a little rant here, but this has been bugging the hell out of me for the past couple weeks, and I've tried not to say anything, but it annoys the hell out of me, so I'm just going to address it head on. So uh, I'm in a couple of uh, groups on both Reddit and uh Facebook that are related to uh, podcasts and podcasters, Uh, most notably the Anchor community. Anchor is the platform which I use to uh, upload the audio version of the podcast. Uh, And as I've explained before, um, Anchor is kind of like the YouTube of podcasting. In the sense that, like, pretty much anyone can host a show, uh, which is, and it's free, which is great for people like me uh, because I don't have to pay for podcast hosting. That's really nice. And uh, Anchor, full disclosure, Anchor is actually a, a sponsor of the Whitfield Report on the audio podcast. So, uh, you know, I am disclosing that. But that's not the only reason why I'm talking about them. Um, so there are all these new podcasters that join the community, which, you know, is fine. I, I get that. Everyone's got to stop, start out somewhere. But the one thing that annoys the hell out of me, without fail, is when... Uh, People start going off on this. I've only had my podcast for uh, for like four months. I'm not going an audience fast enough. What's wrong? I uh, it's it's so frustrating. Uh, Anchor sucks and this sucks and I don't understand why I can't get my get my content off the ground and like they're not really even asking for advice. They're just bitching and moaning. And, uh, okay, let me just tell you guys something who are, who are amateur podcasters. And for the people who, who don't podcast and who don't have any interest in, like, you know, creating content and just watching this, uh, this may amuse you, but it doesn't, it doesn't really apply to you. But for those of you who do podcast and who are just starting out, let me break down a few hard truths. Um, the first being that, um, if you're starting out in podcasting, it's going to take at least a year for you to get your show off the, uh, ground. And, uh, you know, even then you're going to have a very small, small following. It's going to take you at least five years to build, uh, you know, momentum to even build like a medium-sized audience. And uh, you don't, 
unless you're like super super successful or have connections, you're uh, not going to make much money uh, in the uh, beginning. So, uh, you know, for those people on Anchor who are who have sponsorships enabled and who are, you know, complaining like only having six uh, subscribers and whatnot to their podcast and how they're uh, and how you know they're just frustrated because their podcast is so small and it's not growing the way they think it should. If you're podcasting simply because you want growth and exposure, if that's the only reason why you're doing it is to simply grow and uh, make money off of this, you're in the wrong uh, field. If you're podcasting about something that you're passionate about, that you're actually interested in, and that you're willing to devote the time and the effort to grind on, then, um, then you'll actually uh, build an audience. Which uh, brings me back to the chat. Um, to Eric, to Eric Nimmer, if you had actually worked hard to uh, build an audience, and I, I, I realize that this is probably a fake Eric Nimmer, but just in case it's the real one, let me just say this: uh, you ha- you had a better shot at um, Eric Nimmer had a better shot at building an audience than most because of the exposure. All that you had to do, and all podcasters have to do in the beginning, or all any content creators have to do in the beginning, and even in the middle, always, always. Always stay humble and stay respectful of those who are trying to help your uh, content, who are trying to give you a leg up. That's why I really uh, appreciate the. That's why I really appreciate uh, Johnny. And the and the DZ. Um, and um, the ROTC crew. Let me tell you something too. If you're a content creator, there are times when you're going to uh, encounter encounter setbacks. For instance. Uh, prior to the 2016 election, I actually had a pretty good, uh, I actually had a pretty big, um, audience. Uh, I was part of a pretty successful podcast network, and, uh, 
I was part of a very prominent um, college Republican um, blog, which has actually gone defunct now. I was part of a, a blog called Red Millennial, which is defunct. As soon as I came out for, for Trump, uh, it really wasn't even when I came out for Trump. Back in 2015, in fact, uh, let me pull this up because uh, I think it, I think it bears uh, actually looking at again. So we're actually going to go to my website now, ladies and gentlemen, and. We're going to dig back way into the archives. Way into the archives. You'll understand why. Yes, you will understand why. Okay, we're going, we're going back uh, two years now. We're going back two years. Okay, so uh, this article that I, uh, this opinion column I wrote on my site, uh, I had written it for another website too that is now defunct uh, as well so that's pretty interesting and I'm glad I saved it to my website because I like using this as a reference so uh, back in 2015 September 24th uh, 2015 at 645 uh, a.m. in the morning geez I published this early I uh, I wrote the following column. Division among conservatives continues to harm us in the game of political chess. We could learn a thing or two from the left about, about winning elections. So I won't read this uh, whole thing, but um, essentially I said that even back in 2016, although I wasn't a fan of uh, Trump, although he wasn't my first choice, um, I would vote for him because I already knew that Hillary was going to win uh, the Democrat nominee. And I said, whoever wins, Whoever wins the Republican nominee, whether it be Jeb or whether it be uh, Trump, we need to back fully. Um, and so I, uh, you know, I. I I published this column in 2015, basically saying I would back the candidate, whoever they are. 
in the Republican Party because we, if we didn't, we would lose. I published that. Uh, Trump wins the nomination. So I backed Trump fully. Went out and got MAGA hat the whole nine yards. The publication, a few of the publications that I was writing for at the time, went never Trump. So uh, I was dismissed from them. Fortunately, they didn't pay me. But still, I, I got dismissed from, at the time, some pretty big platforms. Just for siding uh, with Trump against the, the never Trump retards. So uh, I had to rebuild, I kind of had to rebuild an audience from uh, scratch. So I, uh, so after 2016, I, uh, I kind of built up a small audience with American Watchmen. But then I, uh, you know, I, I was looking for more sites. As I've explained before, I found, I found uh, Owen through uh, Rogan, joined the Unbearables, grew a pretty decent-sized audience for the Whitfield Report there, got the chant, started the Whitfield Report channel up there, started using it more and more, got up to 87 subscribers, is almost about to break 100. And then uh, that was when the whole, uh, you know, unbearable civil war broke out. Now, one thing I want to point out, uh, the DZ was uh, willing to help me build my content. Uh, Johnny in the DZ was... Johnny Arcade in the DZ was really good in the early days and still are really good at helping build um, up my channel, build Chuck's channel, and build some of, some of the other uh, DZ channels. Nirai, uh, too, uh, has always been a, a great supporter of the Whitfield Report and has really helped me out, too. So those, so those two cats have always been really helpful. Uh, the rest of the bears were always more focused on uh, Owen and uh, whatnot and simply building his platform, which I get some of them were some of them were monetarily uh, devoted or monetarily uh, incentivized, I should say. So, uh, you know, because of that, they weren't really interested in helping build up any, uh, anyone else's channel. So uh, once the whole, so my channel started to grow on YouTube, and uh, I, I, uh, I went from just strictly podcasting to live streaming these uh, Whitfield podcasts too, 
Also, big shout out to the uh, to the moon, to the artist formerly known as Canna for helping me get set up on YouTube as well. But um, regardless, uh, the 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 DZ really helped uh, out with the show. They've always been good. Uh, so has ROTC uh, when it comes to helping promote my channel. ROTC really helped me helped me build the channel up in the midst of the unbearable civil war too. Like it's almost amazing to me that I was able to grow my channel so much because of all the stuff that was going on. Uh, I wasn't expecting the channel to grow so much, but it, it has, and also Jesse Spots has now plugged my channel. So, uh, you know, because of all that, and, uh, you know, just because they're all really good guys, I, uh, I'm not going to shit, uh, in the, in the mouth of the, I'm not going to shit in the hand of the of the people that are trying to help me. Uh, unlike Owen. Right? Owen, uh, you know, I understand disagreeing with Joe Rogan. I understand disagreeing with Ben Shapiro. But, um, you know, when I interviewed Ben Shapiro when I was in high school, that was a big... That was real when I knew I was going to start making it. But, um, you know, I disagreed with Shapiro when he went never Trump. I still disagree with him on a lot. But, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to, you know, I may disagree with him, but I'm never going to attack him personally because he helped me out. Um, or he helped bring viewers to my platform. Uh, and that video has like over, I think, 1,500 views or something on one of my old previous channels. Um, I'm not going to be bad-mouthing the DZ or uh, ROTC or Nightwave Radio. And that's how... I may disagree with people out there at times, but I'm not going to, you know, crap on the people that help me out. But see, Owen doesn't get that. And uh, Nimmer didn't get that. He was... The, the DZ was actually... Uh, you know, we were all trying to help promote Nimmer's content as well. At least uh, I know near I was at first... Um, And, you know, Nimmer, if you hadn't gone harassing uh, Lady Bears and just being a general dick, this might all turn out way different. So, uh, anyway. So, yeah, to, tho to those uh, amateur podcasters out there, just, uh, 
you know, find people that support you and want to help you grow and uh, just be good to your supporters. Don't crap on them. That's my, uh, that's the moral of tonight's uh, episode. Don't crap on the people who support you. So, uh, Evil Eye goes, why don't you post the Shapiro interview on here? Uh, I have posted the, uh, I have posted the Shapiro interview on the iTunes feed, but you're right, I do need to upload it here. Uh, I need to, yeah, I, I need to re-upload that here. Uh, you're right, so. Uh, anyway, folks, I don't really have anything, anything else to talk about here. I, uh, I'm rambling. Uh, big shout out to all of you who have, uh, tuned in. Big shout out to, uh, Jesse Spots and to, uh, Johnny Arcade. Uh, you gentlemen did a fantastic, uh, job tonight on, uh, Jesse's stream. And, uh, I can't wait to contribute my side of the story. So, uh, Yeah, so, uh, and Nirai, Nirai makes a pretty good, good point too. <laughs> a toilet with some words, you add, as you sit, and you crap on that, Sam. Well, I mean, I mean, you don't crap on the toilet, you crap in the toilet, and, uh, <laughs> you know, if, if, if anyone, if anyone is the, if anyone would be the expert on that, it would be it would be you, uh, dear I. For, for those for those of you who don't know, um, for those for those of you who don't know, and folks, uh, near I has a lore of his own entirely. He used to, he used to do the best uh, morning live stream shows ever, just full of like positive. Uh, stuff and encouraging and motivational stuff, kind of like what I'm trying to do right now with the podcast community, except like way more successful and whatnot. But uh, anyway, Nirai is famous for uh, because he would always he because he did lots of streams from his mobile phone while he was <laughs> sitting on 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 the toilet. Hence his uh, avatar of him reading a newspaper on on the on the, on the toilet. So in fact, uh, Nira, I I still have a great podcast suggestion for you, which is uh, talking shit with uh, Nira. So like it it could be it could be like a motivational podcast or. Something you wouldn't even have to do video or anything like that. You could just do audio, um, as long as you were, <laughs> as long as you were recording while you were while you were in the bathroom, though that 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 could be kind of your your gimmick. So, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Gabe. Gabe's got it down, down pat. I could even do the the voiceover, potty talk, with your host, 
John Neri. So, um, yeah. Anyway, uh, thanks for viewing this. Thanks for thanks for all the likes on this, uh, and thanks for sharing this uh, again, Mersh. Uh, I'm I'm a bit surprised it's got as many views as it did, uh, especially considering that. Um, I did this one, uh, entirely impromptu, but, uh, nevertheless, I appreciate everyone, uh, coming out to watch this. I may be back later, uh, with a, with a group live stream. I don't know. But, uh, regardless, I want to thank all of you for tuning in live and, uh, supporting the show. And, uh... The dates for when I'll be on Jesse Spots' uh, radio program, uh, TBH. So, uh, and since it's 10 p.m., everyone go over and subscribe to, uh, everyone go over and watch uh, Nightwave Radio. Or, uh, I don't know if he's off on Wednesdays again, but uh, regardless, everyone should go over and subscribe to Nightwave Radio. So... Uh, although, you know, he doesn't really need me to plug, to plug him since his channel is way bigger, but, uh, I'll do it anyway. So, uh, anyway, from all of us here at, uh, NGC1, me and my, uh, imaginary producer, good night, God bless, and, uh, as my friend near I would say, God free freedom legacy. In that order.